On May 24, 2019, the New Jersey Devil was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his mother. Deep down, he knew she was right. 47 years is too old and too long to remain in her basement. With nowhere else to go, he showed up at the house of his friend, the Georgia Gentleman. Several years earlier, Gent's family had tossed his ass out, requesting that he never return. Can two men from two different generations share a podcast without driving each other crazy? People don't always know about the things I say and do. They certainly don't understand about all the crap that I've been through. Maybe here in Las Vegas, I have forgotten all the things of the real world that I miss. Man, somehow I know there is more life than this. I've said it many, many times, and I still stand firm. You get what you put in, and people get what they deserve. And right now, I deserve a little more Sin City. Viva Las Vegas. Greetings and salutations, everyone out there in podcast land. I am the wizard of wagering here live at the Mirage in Las Vegas, Nevada. And if my wicked, this kid producer can pull it off, this will be our first podcast where Jen and I are not even, never mind in the same studio, we're not even in the same time zone. So if Jen can figure this one out there, all you acolytes and ODAG fans, episode nine, this, folks, this is one small step for gamblers and one giant leap for degenerates. This is ground control to Major Tom. Am I transmitting? Gent, am I reaching you out there on the East Coast? <laughs> yeah, I hear you loud and clear, devil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. How about that? We're not even in the same time zone. I'm over here in Vegas at the Mirage. You're somewhere on the East Coast. Yeah, technology is crazy, isn't it? Technology is definitely crazy. Now, we'll see if this actually works or if this is just you and I having a conversation. So hopefully you're not pulling me from my vacation, which I'm, you know, bust my butt working all the time. I come out here for one vacation, Jen, and I think all those fans know you're making me call in and do this. So it better work that I'm not sitting here giving up time at the baccarat table or a poker tournament or in a swimming pool or petting a dolphin or eating in a first-place steakhouse. I hope you're not taking time away from me for just conversation. What's that you, Jen? Well, I think everybody wants to hear how, how your trip's going so far. What debauchery have you gotten into? And, hey, how do you find time to make such a colorful intro between all the gambling and whatnot you've been getting into down there, out there? Well, don't forget, when it comes to developing ideas in my head, I've got a distinct advantage. I've got numerous voices that are speaking all the time. So it's really easy to you know that. I just pick one of those random voices, and I just go with it. So that's the one I went with today. That was, that was an easy one. But, yeah, wow. It's hot out here, though, Jen. I mean, yeah. hot, hot. Oh, my goodness, is it hot. It's hotter than a 
tin box in an Amazon jungle <laughs> in the middle of August. That's how hot it is out here in Las Vegas. 110 today, Jen. So, yeah, oh, you definitely were uh, trying. Yeah, thank God for the mirage pools. And, boy, are they nice. Yeah, a lot of libations, a lot of stuff going on. The trip has been great. Been out here since Sunday. You know, I've covered, I've covered it all. I've done everything from got us a couple prop bets. So, Jen, we're going to release them later. Uh, sitting out here at the sports book, talking to people, researching, doing the authentic qualifying of true prop, two different prop bets for the NFL that I will disclose later in this show. Yeah, excuse we'll, my, we'll have, excuse, we'll, I'll just say, sorry, Jen, excuse my stuttering and stammering, but, you know, we'll, we'll blame it on the Bloody Marys. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're good. Don't worry. All right. <laughs> I'm a long way from good, but you know I always appreciate your support. Well, before we start talking about prop bets and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about we talk about your trip a little bit? Yeah, yeah let's do that. Okay, so... Planes got out here. It was okay. Touchdown, airport, no problem. Got in. I want to tell you, Chad, this place is hopping, too. There are these conferences everywhere, as you can imagine. And we were oh, joking yeah. about the conventions. I'm not talking about the conventions. I'm talking about there are people walking around, about thousands, with, like, uh, PHP, people helping people, I believe is what it was. But just walking around nonstop. I mean, this is, this is, I'm thinking who would go to Las Vegas to, to go from this show to this room, to this meeting to, I don't, I don't get it, but there's a lot of that going on, which is good news because there's been easy access in the casinos. There aren't a lot of, believe it or not, there's not a lot of people gambling in Las Vegas. There's a lot of people here in Las Vegas. So I've gotten to do just about everything gambling wise. Yeah. Uh, I people watching. It's definitely like one of the best spots to go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, it, you got that right. I mean, it's been, it's been for me, I've been very well behaved. I spent some time on probably the most successful part has been the back rat table, but uh, as far as the gambling goes, back rat tables worked out well, real well. Uh, also went to the craps table. Yeah, well, here's the thing about the craps table. The back rat table worked out really well. Okay, that's what happened there. Uh, craps was a total nightmare, Jen. Well, well what are you going to do? Dice don't always roll your way. That I mean, was one case they didn't. But, you know, definitely to hold my own on everything else, to bet on, you know, took a look at some horses because we knew that. Went up there and looked at the tracks from all across the country. Nice. Did not did not bet on the Yankees Sunday night and regretted it. Did not bet on the Yankees yesterday and was thankful for it. So that turned out to be a good thing. We were really thinking about the Yankees because they're trying to avoid the sweep on Sunday. We just couldn't pull the trigger with how that series was going and how they looked. And yesterday they were two to one favorites against uh, Arizona. And the Yankees right now two to one is nothing. Which, you know, before my Vegas, do you want to just talk a little bit about? I think we need to talk about the uh, state of affairs of the New York Yankees right now, don't you? Yeah. What do you think? Of anything? So today while we're recording is the trade deadline. You think anything is going to happen today? Oh yeah. Yeah. There's something really big today. Okay. And it's already passed. It was not today. You're not listening to it, but yeah, today, July 31st, which is the firm deadline. I don't know if you knew that, Jen, but it used to, it was always been a trade deadline, but it was kind of like, well, the deadline is the 31st, but it's not really a deadline. You have the month of August. Well, they changed that last year. It's right. done. There are no more deals after today. Okay, so as Yankee fans, you know, we're sitting there, Bumgarner, Granky, Wheeler, Ray, what is going to be the salvation stopper in this lineup? Who is Cashman and the Steinbrenner's going to get? Who are they going to get? 
How did it? Yeah, no. Jen, we got left-handed pitcher Alfredo Garcia from okay. the Rockies. No, not okay. <laughs> from the Rockies system, meaning he's never even pitched the bigs. So the only pitcher they got, a 20-year-old prospect. And looking at his numbers, I don't know what he's prospecting for. Maybe gold. Because as a pitcher, he's 3-10 and 10 with an ERA over 6 in single-A ball. Ugh. Right. So that coupled with the fact that, you know, who did get it done? Houston Astros. Right? Yep. People must be blood, made orange juice are really happy. Houston Astros went and got Granky today. So you got Granky and Verlander both in that, and, and the Yankees at home? Yeah. <laughs> now, the in only the playoffs, bright spot. going to make them filthy. Oh, I mean, that, to me, it, yeah, what it does for, for Houston is absolutely makes them the clear-cut favorite. The Yankees lineup is great. We all know that. But that lineup and ours, and the only bright spot in this is word is that they reportedly that Louis Saravino is supposed to start throwing off a mound this week and working out. Oh, good. So, yeah, that's the good news. And I, kind of, that, that was, I, I went right there. I mean, as soon as I saw what the Yankees did not do on the trading deadline, I quickly went and did some research and right away found all these uh, information stories put out that, yeah, Saravino's expected to you know be back in full swing by the middle of August. Optimistic. Our Yankee Twitter fans are going to love that. Oh, my. I, I'm scared to get on Twitter. I mean, you know, I, I, I can't. I, yeah, well, just because of the reaction. Because of the reaction, I'm saying. I know I've not been on it here. It's the hotels and I'm in with the pool. with the. I don't know. You know how I am, gent. I'm, I'm kind of, uh, shall we say, retro. I don't like being attached to Twitter when I'm walking around different casinos. i got too many lights and beeps and bongs and everything else going on. Lights and beeps and bongs. <laughs> yeah, all kinds of stuff. And that's both inside my head and coming from the casinos around. I'm on like overload. My eyes are doing like 360s in my head. Wow. So, yeah, I, I've not been on Twitter, but I am sure our Yankee Twitter fans are going to not be happy with the state of affairs. The Yankees are right now. You know, a couple injuries going on, too. You know, now now you're looking at uh, LeMayu, right? He's, he's been on the digital list as leading hitter in the league. He hasn't been in the lineup. So, I mean, the Yankees have had uh, Voight. Voight got hurt. Right, so they're, yeah. they're, without, they're without some people. And then you get a pitcher. So yeah, and 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 as we talked about before, they going thirty and ten. This is this is what I would call a market correction. They're going to lose a couple games. You know, they're going to hit. They're going to hit a skid. Everybody does. Yeah, yeah. The good thing is, so they've distanced themselves from. You know, they, so they still a wild card spot. You know, you would think. Well, right? I think Yankees still win that division. Yeah, I, mean, I, I do. I do. I think the Yankees win that division. Have they lost all four to Boston last weekend? I might not think that way. Yeah, and then and uh, as far as the, uh, I think they'll be in the play, but like I said, without without going against, I mean, there's no, there's no sure thing that they'll have to face Houston. But I mean, to me right now, Houston is your favorite, you know. And and, and the Yankees and and the Yankee Twitter fans and you and me and the rest of us, you know, we just got to we got to just sit back, relax. Watch, watch how it develops, and see going into the postseason where you are. And then maybe at the end of the year, maybe we'll be saying, "Well, I'm glad they didn't go make some move because there's no guarantee you bring in a higher gun that it's going to work out either." Sometimes, yeah. It does. 
it was just to me, I felt the excitement of this lineup, this Yankee team, this bullpen, and everything they have going for them. And at that time, because Houston was without the services of Granky, I, you know, I think the Yankees could beat anybody. I was really optimistic that one pitcher would have been the difference. So, like I said, we'll just see how it plays out. It's going to be a long season for the month, and by that time, we'll be in full swoon with football and everything else going on. But, yeah, Yankee fans, just hang in there. All right, just hang in there. Keep cheering for the pinstripes. All right, they, they've won 27 of these things for a reason. All right, there's a lot of – we know what, what the Bronx brings. So anything can happen. And we're just going to have right. to stay optimistic. We're going to have to stay optimistic. We're going to have yeah. to force ourselves to stay optimistic and just go with that. So, yeah. No no wagering opportunities for the Yankees right now. I don't think this is a good time to be doing that. But, hey, would, hey, you say, would you say it would be worth it to throw down some money on the Astros in the future set maybe? Yes. Yes, I would. I would. I mean, they still got the same hitters. They Now they brought in just that one pitcher. I mean, you got two pitchers like that. So, yes. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah we're going we're gonna to make Houston Astros are the official favorite right now to win the World Series. And let's hope that the uh, the Bombers can do something to make that not happen. Hey, you know what else did not happen, Jen? What? What's that? Well, you know, the Venetian Hotel here in Las Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. They got they got gondolas, like old Italy. They got gondolas dragging around in actual in the water, snaking all around. And the guys, you know, with like the funny outfits and the big long oars, the guys with like the Where's Waldo shirts. You know yeah, what I'm talking about? Right. Yeah. yeah. They have those actual guys out there looking like Mario and Luigi and paddling those <laughs> things around the gondola. And I came up with this great idea. But what if I stole a gondola? How cool would that be? If I just, in the middle of the night, took off with a gondola. But alas, gent, that's when logic struck in. Where am uh, I going to go? Where am I going to go? The water system only <laughs> snaked around the property. I would have stolen that thing and do what? Right around a little canal, around the same Venetian hotel? That's kind of pointless, right? And then I thought, well, maybe I could take that thing like a cross. How could it be take one, steal one of those gondolas from the Venetian, right? Yeah. And then get it over to the Bellagio and throw it in with the fountains. Oh. Right? That'd be, that'd be fake for a cool picture, at least. All those people watching the fountains at the Bellagio, can you imagine that? And all of a sudden, the devil just busts out in this gondola behind stage left. That would be awesome, but I just couldn't pull the trigger on it. Next time, when we go next time, Jen, you and I, yes, we're getting we're getting a gondola. Okay, that's the caper right there. Forget like Ocean's it. Eleven. Forget Ocean's Nine. Forget all those things. Anybody can do a heist of millions of dollars in a casino. You and I, Jen, we're going for the gondola when we come out here. Well, we did say that we would have a few NFL prop bets for the people. It's been kind of a slow summer, so we've been trying to, you know, fill it with bets. But we want to make sure it's good bets, so we have some pretty good bets for you, don't we, Devil? No. We have a great freaking bet for them, okay? We have a wonderful. I'm talking economic opportunity, five-star, okay, on these two prop bets. Now, I really looked at both of them. Numbers, look at schedules, looked at everything. And we are with... The National Football League. Okay, so this is where we're talking. Our two profits. We'll probably have. We'll probably have our next episode where I give out a couple more profits. But these are the ones I want. These to be highlighted, everybody. 
Okay, so if you have walked away from your phone or if you're looking at something on the side of the road or I don't know, if you're listening to this podcast and all of a sudden there's a car accident, tell that police officer just to hold on there one minute, okay? Because you got to hear these profits. First one. Well, New York Giants. Of course, play where? Where, Jen? Where do the New York Giants play? They play in New Jersey, right? Of course they do. Why do you got to put a question mark on the end of it? You know, I just little, try not. Sure, but. <laughs> yeah, well, that's some millennialish nonsense right there. If you know, don't put a question mark on there. Sick. New Jersey, right? You knew that. Yes, of course. <laughs> so New York Giants, the New York Giants who play in New Jersey. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They are. <laughs> they are five to one, Jen, just to make playoffs. And I know things have not gone well for the Giants. And I know everybody's ready to, you know, let Eli co-star in the commercials with Peyton or something because he's done playing quarterback. I get all that. I don't necessarily agree. I think the offensive line has a lot to do with it. We'll see what the Giant offensive line is this year. But at 5-1, to one, just to make the playoffs, I mean, that could be the, the division winner or the wild card. That's good action right there. All right, there's only three teams in the league that had worst odds of making the playoffs. So the Giants at five to one to make the playoffs with with a, with a guy like Saquon Barkley in the mix, and a defense that, when healthy, really can't compete if they get any help that offensive line. You know, taking the Giants again at five to one to make the playoffs that's that's a that's a solid bet. I like that one a lot. Just keep up with that one. Yeah, I like that. Like Eli is one of those guys that. You know, he's kind of due for a breakout season, like a playoff season. You know, he's, he's won two Super Bowls, right. but he's more than, more than capable, and he's got, he has the running back to do it. Right. Oh, he's got the best running back he's ever had. Yeah. I, yeah, I, good point. I think you could probably get a lot of people to agree with you. He said he's got the best running back in the NFL right now. Yeah. They didn't catch it coming out of the back, so all kinds of things they can do. So I think, to me, the only question mark is the head coaching position. It's the second year, which, again, I think that's good. Learn everything in your first year, first year as an NFL coach. Second year, how's it going to be? How are they going to look? But, yeah, when you're talking about 9 and 7, 10 and 6, giving you a chance, I, again, not even money, Jen. 5 to 1. You, know, put, uh, you put $20 down to win 120 So go with the G-Men on that one. The other one. The other one I liked were Denver Broncos. Their win total is only six and a half right now. Something tells me you got a pretty good guy in that GM office there, Mile High Stadium. You know who that is, right? Played a little quarterback himself. Elway. Yeah. You got John Elway, who in the offseason very quietly plucked Joe Flacco away from Baltimore because Baltimore's saying, you know, now it's time to turn the reins over to Lamar Jackson. So right. Flacco goes to Denver, and I'm thinking Denver's defense, Von Miller and the boys, that's still a flat, nasty defense, number one. Number two, they play eight games at home every year. So they got the best home field advantage in football, arguably, Mile High Stadium. I think just going with six and a half wins for a team with that kind of home field advantage, a proven quarterback who, like you said, much like Eli, Flacco's an MVP of a Super Bowl, too. Yeah, got a, finally got a pedigree quarterback, like Flacco or not, say he's done or say he's not, he is still tremendously upgraded their quarterback position than Denver's had in the last couple of years. 
Would you agree? Yeah, I would definitely agree. I felt like no, I never felt like any of the guys they had before, like you know Paxton Lynch and guys like that. I think Case Keenum, Lipton, some one of those guys. I felt I never felt like those guys were going to stick. And Joe Flacco, he, like you said, he's won a Super Bowl. You know, he's got a good pedigree. So yeah, I like the I like the Broncos a lot too. And if you lay out the intangible, it's the under the radar moves that usually are okay. No one's talking about it, right? I haven't heard of any hubbub about Flacco going to Denver. No one projected to win six or seven games. So no one's really playing this up. I, I think if you're a Denver fan, I think you have some, uh, you know, it might be cautious optimism, but you got some reason for optimism if you're a Denver fan. And if yeah. not, you can just get, right? If it falls through, you just, you're in Denver. <laughs> just go to a dispensary. You'll forget about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So we're going to take, again, recap, weigh in, gent. If you feel you need to hear something you like, don't like. We want the Giants to make the playoffs, which is a 5-1, to one, and the Denver Broncos over six and a half wins for the season. All right, so solid props, prop bets there, Devil. Um, yeah. You know, I do I do want to talk a little bit more about your Vegas trip. You know, you sent me a picture of you. You entered a poker tournament? Yes. Oh, you gotta do that. You gotta do that. You gotta get into a Texas Hold'em poker tournament because it's a good way to get in and give a set price you're paying to get in the tournament. So it takes getting killed at the tables away off off of it completely. The one I got and it's different prices for different times. There's one at eleven in the morning every day out here at the Mirage in the poker room and it's a hundred and twenty dollar buy in. So that means okay. everybody everybody at the table puts hundred and twenty up and gets the same amount of chips. Which is if you are a, I'm not going to say beginner. I'm not even going to say intermediate. I'm going to say I don't give a damn how good a poker player you are. When you're in a casino setting, you want to play in the tournament game. You do not want to go to that cash game where you're not up against. You don't know what you're up against. It could be up against tandem. It could be up against a lot. But typically the guys who are really hustlers in the poker room, if they're working together, they're doing it in the cash game. They don't want to spend a couple hours you know, grinding away for that for that money. Um, for the same reasons that I go there, they don't. They they don't, they want money. They want to be able to, to use their money to buy other money in poker games. And in the tournaments, it's pretty legit. So 11 of us started with the okay. Yeah. And within the first 20 minutes, I realized something very quickly. And it went like this. I said, Dorothy, you are not, you are not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> I said, I'm not I playing in my local Yoko games or anything else or even some of the smaller casinos. No, it, it, it was, uh, I'm looking around at the table and it was like, okay, there's 11 guys at this set table. And within the first 15, 20 minutes, it was obvious right away. There's eight guys that I could see playing on TV on ESPN. I mean, they just had to look, they had to know they, they, they were, they were doing things. And I said, wow. So I'm thinking those 11, eight of those guys playing poker were really, really, really good. Okay, and then the other three of us <laughs> we're good, we know what we're doing, but at the same time, I'm looking around and thinking, "Oh boy, there are no pigeons here. If I wanted pigeons, then I needed to go outside and go to a park bench with some breadcrumbs and throw, and maybe I would see some because I was not going to find any pigeons in that Pokemon. Neither was anybody else, but I did not make the final table there was uh Four guys knocked out before me. There were five left after me. I got short stacked, and I got kind of 
kind of impatient. Been there about an hour and a half, hour and forty five minutes, Jen, and they're coming up on that break. You have after the about the halfway point. And I was short stacked. I, I I really just took a run at something. You know what beat me? You wanna hear a hand that beat me? I'll live with this. Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. I got I got knocked out by four jacks. Pocket jacks and then two turn up from the Oh dang. Right. Yeah. Right? So really yeah, I had Ace King. It was a, I had to go with that hand. And anyway, yeah, the uh, yeah. the four jacks took me to task, and I tipped my hat and walked out and held my chin up. wasn't the first one to go. It was the second or third or fourth. So I said, okay, made it, made it this far. You Couple held your own. Did done. You held your own. See, the thing is, when you got that many good poker players, you realize you can't make mistakes. And I don't mean mistakes like you stay in too long with a bad hand and you look. No, I'm saying you got to realize when you have a second place hand before anybody else does, it's folded. And you realize you can't fold a winning hand. I mean, so there's a lot to it and the pressure's more on you. And yes, if you go into the poker room and you go in, go in the tournament, see what you got. It's a great way to test your skills. But understand, you're not going to find any pigeons and you got to be on top of your game. And then it's just like everyone says, good luck. Luck has got nothing to do with it. Let me catch some cards. I don't need luck. I need to catch some cards. Well, aside from gambling, did you do anything else that was that was fun? I know that there's a lot of other things you can do in Vegas. <laughs> you get anything good to eat? Go to any good restaurants or anything like that? Well, you know, Jen, I'll tell you what. Let's just uh, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing. Let's let's just keep this for the for the sake of the show. We are. Well, for the most part, PG thirteen. We'll just uh, let's 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 go to restaurants. All right, let, let me talk about a restaurant for a minute. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right? I'm not. I, I don't need to talk about like the 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 vital vitamin herbal supplement store that I stopped on the way or anything like that. We'll just go right to the restaurant. Okay. <laughs> Sinatra's in, in Sinatra. That there's nothing more to say. Right? Sinatra's incredible. Incredible oh, yeah. eatery. I mean, everything is, of course, done up in the 1950s, 60s motif, if you will, and it's nothing but pictures of Rat Pack and, and, of course, old blue eyes of every age and every stage of his glorious crooning career. God, he was amazing. He was a demigod, as a matter of fact. And his restaurant in this day and age, you want... It's hard to use knock your socks off and simple when describing the same thing. But if you go to Sinatra's, you get yourself spaghetti with clams. Oh, there you go. It's so simple and it knocks your socks off. I mean, just incredible. Just incredible. They make, of course, they make their own pasta right there on site. The little neck clams were just a die for, just incredible. And then, uh, you know what? They serve a lot of good Hendrix and tonics there, too. Just giving that libation tip. Was that a drink of choice for the weekend? Yeah. Yes. That's definitely the, the one the ones I've had. I mean, we, we, we ate at some – we've eaten some fantastic restaurants. I mean, we have. We have just absolutely done it up. Typically, we go to breakfast. We don't do anything, and then we just go to dinner. That's kind of the way we've been operating out here. Two meals a day. Of course, sometimes breakfast comes at 1130. That happens. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I had a liquid liquid breakfast out by the pool two days ago. So (laughs) some days in that. That's all right. You know, I like protein shakes too. 
protein shakes usually are a red color with a stalk of celery in them? Yeah, and to, Tabasco sauce and yeah, yeah. Is that a typical protein shake? I don't want to think that I've been lied to. No, I think you're right. Okay. All right, good. Well, I'm on the right track there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big thumbs up on the pools at the Mirage. At the Mirage, just incredible. Um, back, back to food, Sinatra's definitely. Uh, and then there's a lakeside restaurant, which is located at the Wynn. All right. And that, mm-hmm. I had a slab, and I'm not using that word incorrectly, a slab of swordfish there last Ooh. night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just a hung and done up right. You now, this place is just gorgeous ambiance. I mean, if you're really looking to go somewhere with your with your significant other, your date, your friend, your escort, or whomever you happen to be breaking bread with on a particular evening and you really want to impress them, yeah, Lakeside's a good spot for that. I mean, Sinatra's is just all what it's about. If you're a Sinatra fan, you love it. And if you're not, you should love it. But anyway, Lakeside, just first class all the way. Seven different waiters coming out, bringing you, of course, all the appetizers you didn't order, but they're bringing you just these different things to try because that's what they do. Oh, fanciful eateries. Oh yeah, yeah. You're never you're never wanting for anything. I mean, if your water gets more than a third of the way down, they got guys running over there and filling it. Oh, right. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice to be pampered. I mean, you know, you know how much and how hard I have to work every day in the real world out there. So for me to come here and enjoy these types of luxurious situations. Yeah, I'm all about it. And I deserve it. Am I right? Yeah, especially this summer. I know you've been working hard, golfing a lot. (laughs) Yeah, well, see, that's what I'm saying. Jen, you get me. You're starting to get me, and I appreciate you, you (laughs) cute, dear, fuzzy little millennial. Good. Yes, you get it. Work. My golf game needs a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. And then I guess, you know, look, when I'm home, I got to do what? I make my bed every day. I got to cook for myself sometimes. I got to worry about driving somewhere here. Oh, man, someone else doing all those things. Ah, Sin City. The lap of luxury, if you will. Yeah, you can get a lot of trouble out here. You can do just about anything you want out here. Yeah, got to do that. But what I said before, Jen, was was curious about Vegas, what amazed me. There's not that many people gambling there. There's not. <laughs> you could get really? a seat at just about any table, and, and I'm going to all the. And I was at casinos, you know, Mirage start with ten dollar tables. The win is starts at twenty five dollar tables. So I was at different economic settings, if you will. Are people okay. playing slots more, or do you think they're just not? No, uh, people are just not gambling as much. It's turned into this. You got people running around with their stupid tiaras with all the bachelorette and uh, doing scavenger hunts and uh, it was kind of disheartening all I could think about was man you take the guys that built this town and you showed them what it turned into now there'd be people sleeping with the fishes underneath those gondolas I mean it's crazy what it's turned into but when they say it is the playground of the world it is the adult playground of the world Sin City Las Vegas it is a beautiful place well, I am glad you got a much-deserved vacation out in Las Vegas, and I'm glad you had a good time. Um, well, thank we, you. Thank you. Hey, don't, don't don't push me out. I got another day left here. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, guess, I guess you're still there a little bit longer. They're not running me out of town yet. Don't worry. 
<laughs> well, we can't wait to have you back. And, hey, I think we're going to change. Uh, so we're going to end, end this season shortly, right? Yeah, to all of our fans out there and our faithful. You know, we're, we're actually starting to, uh, dare I say, figure this thing out a little bit or at least come up with a game plan for what we want to do. Jen, would you say that's accurate? Yeah, I'd say that's accurate. You know, we figure like one episode a week is kind of what we're doing, just doing it in the middle of the week. I think for the football season, we're going to try and record on, or we're going to try and release this episode or this on Wednesday, every Wednesday, just because of Thursday night football, right? Wouldn't you say? I think that sounds like a great plan. You know, highlight some NFL games. We'll be the first 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 podcast out there talking about the upcoming slate of games this weekend, maybe. Look at yeah. a few economic opportunities. And then, of course, we'll bring people home down the stretch of September as the baseball playoffs kick into gear. And basically, we'll get sports back, Jen, because right now we're in that dead tide of sports. And it smells like low tide. Uh, it's just not yeah, good. Yeah, the low tide. There's not sports. enough out there. There's not enough out there. Even the sports book. It's like you're searching for that. So yeah, so once once we get in there, that that that's that's the plan. We're gonna just have this thing down to an art form. By then, all of our acolytes and all of our odags are gonna spread the word of the gospel, the gospel of the devil, and we'll uh, we'll be able to have some sponsored segments and then and then roll with it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to football. By the way, I feel like so when this episode gets released, it'll be August first. I feel like when August goes around, that's when, you know, football, you start getting a little antsy. Well, you're starting to get the training camp tidbits, right? That's the chum in the water. That's the chum in the water for us us (laughs) football sharks. Yeah, we're getting the training camp info. and Yeah, this is the part. You just hold your breath and hope that none of your good players get hurt. Yeah, they couldn't. So, yeah, but that's, uh, that's, yeah, football is right around the corner, and we are looking forward to that. Yeah, we'll have another one or two more episodes left of the, of the summer series. When I get back from my West Coast swing, Jen, we'll, we'll probably do the next one in the studio, right? Probably won't do the phone thing. I'll be back sometime next week, and we'll get that under wraps. Yeah, hopefully this one turned out turns out okay. I think it does. Uh, what do you mean turns out okay? You're doing it, and I'm doing it, right? Well, that yeah, makes right. it freaking spectacular. Yeah. I like you know I Jen I, since I've been gone I gotta say that uh, sometimes you know I, I give you a hard time about your millennial ways and everything but I gotta say without being in your presence for now an extended period of time I miss you a little buddy. Oh, yeah, man, I good, good. I yeah. you a little devil in my life. I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, every, everybody needs a little devil in the life. To be honest. Yeah. But no, no doubt. And for everybody out there as well. The Devil and the Gents Show. Again, thank you for helping us reach our astronomical numbers. It's going nuts here. Thank you. You have built us from ground up. We've only been doing this for two months, and we're already on top of our game. Not stumbling and bumbling like Tiki or Stephen A. or Max Allen Kellerman. No, not us. We give you the actuality. We give you the realism. We give you what you want. Why? Because that's what we are. Sometimes you don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> and in the case of this episode, Jen, we're gone. See you next week. <laughs>